Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to thefinancialadvisoracademy.com. Now, here is your host, Ben Newman. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know this is the show where we get right down to that fire that lights you up inside, which then causes you to take the necessary action to reach your peak performance. Every single week, we bring you celebrities, entrepreneurs, business professionals, sharing their stories, sharing their burn to connect you deeper to what drives you. And today, we have my friend Evie Fats. I don't even know where to start. We have business owner, owns businesses, sold businesses, so definitely entrepreneur, mom, wife, I mean, give it all the titles, author, so many things that you've done, and, and so excited because you and I have recently gone really deep on some of the things that we talk about. And I was so excited that you were gonna be here in St. Louis to have the opportunity to sit down for the burn. So, yeah. so welcome. Thank you so much. It's an absolute honor to be here with you in your home, like just well, a beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, thank you. Yeah. And uh, you know, when we think about the burn and I talk to you a lot and I hear your energy, I hear your passion, I hear you talk about projects and then we talk about the burn. Mm -hmm. Similar for me, it's a very deep, deep emotional burn. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what drives you on a daily basis to be your best. And you know I'm emotional, so we, we, you, you knew we were gonna go there. <laughs> like, we're going right there. Um, well, if I had to narrow it down to one thing, it's experiences of mortality and death throughout my life, starting with the suicide of my father when I was 10. Um, so I experienced death that most people don't at such an early age and especially in such a tragic way. Um, and then when I was 27 years old, um, decided to have my first child, mm. my daughter, Catherine Rachel. And um, she was born, thankfully, born alive um, and passed away the same day that she was born. Um, and from, from that day forward, it was, we've talked about this, where there's a day of your life where you are someone, and then within seconds you are someone else. Um, and that's what Catherine did for me. Mm -hmm. She gave me um, an appreciation for life. Even though it was through sorrow, it gave me a burn, a why, to never take a single day for granted. And I've now seen uh, with you mm -hmm. and your stories and businesses that passion to, to take that burn, to make the most of every single day. Mm -hmm. But I'm a details guy, so I okay. pay attention to the details. So rather than talking about big businesses, which everybody likes to talk about, I like to talk about the details. And we had a conversation recently and you talked about drop the spoon. Oh. And it, it, <laughs> that concept of drop the spoon mm -hmm. is so powerful. So tell us about drop, the spoon. I'm not gonna give it away. Tell us what okay. drop the spoon means to you because I always <laughs> say find your edge in the details, which I learned from Coach Kleiman at Kansas State University. Okay. So when I shared that story, I was like, that's it. It's such a powerful, so drop the spoon. Yeah. What does that mean to you? 
Well, I think we so often focus, whether it's in business, whether it's in relationships, as a parent, we, f we focus so much on these big topics, right? Like, where do you send your kids to school? Like, you know, major things within your marriage. But we oftentimes just overlook those little details in the way that we treat people on a daily basis that those are oftentimes more important than the big things, right? And if we take care of those little things, then the big things kind of fall in place. So the story behind it is, so I've been married uh, for 24 years now, right? And we know that's work, right? <laughs> yeah. I got, I mean, I met my husband when I was only 18 years old, right? Which, and now I'm 47, we've been around together a long time. And that's a lot of ups and downs and a lot of work. Um, so, in the morning, we have this routine. I have an old style espresso machine where, because I like, I like um, tradition and I like the smell and the process of things. And the funny thing is I bought him this espresso machine for Christmas, which I think maybe like subconsciously I was buying it for myself because <laughs> I was like, he is completely the opposite. He's like, you know, the Krups deal, like you just push the button and out it comes. So his coffee machine sits right next to mine. And every day when he's up before me, he lays out a paper towel and a spoon and makes his coffee. And every day I come down about 15 minutes later and make my coffee, take his spoon <laughs> to stir my coffee with, and then walk it over to the sink and dump it. Yeah. Okay? And which sounds like nothing. Okay? But every day he would say to me, like, why do you have to why do you have to come down here and just take my spoon? Because when he goes back to make his second cup of coffee, he has no spoon, so he's got to get it back out, right? <laughs> Such a minor deal. But it just dawned on me a couple of months ago that I was like, you know what? What if I just respected the fact that that really does bother him that I take his spoon every day when that's part of his process and morning routine? So one day I just decided, you know what? Every single morning, I'll take his spoon, stir my coffee with it, dump it, but then I will go replace his spoon. And we kind of termed it, yeah, right? Drop to drop the spoon. Because it's those little things. And then it transferred into him recognizing that and was like, you know what? Thank you so much for that. And instead of starting our day with this somewhat contentious feeling towards one another, like you just mm. disrupted me, right? How big of an impact that has now that we just feel kind of content with one another in the morning. Mm. And it transferred into another just silly thing, but people that are married, they get this, or in relationships, you get how important these things are. There's, he sits in the same chair every morning and smashes down my little throw pillow that's on it. <laughs> and I used to drive me crazy because every day after he'd leave, I'd fluff it up and put it there. So then I simply asked him, I said, you know what? Maybe his drop the spoon could be, would you mind if you just fluff that pillow up and he's like, what pillow? Like, what pillow? He didn't even recognize it. Wow. Right? So there was two big lessons in that for me, like the little thing I could do for him, but then also not holding back in asking him something that was important to me that like was a game changer for us. Right? So he left the house. I was perfectly content. I didn't have to pick up anything after him and vice versa. It's amazing how the little details make all the difference because you said it kind of sets the tone for the morning. And if we think of all of our relationships, whether it's a colleague, a loved one, a child, how we start, yeah. right? 
determines everything. Absolutely. And it makes me think of, it was a, a talk that uh, you shared with me. It was so cool for me to be able to, for the Hope oh. Guild, mm -hmm. to hear that keynote that you did. And you shared something in there which really stood out to me. It was actions define your standards. And I thought that was so powerful. And that's really what you're speaking to, right? It's yeah. every action. It's the big actions, it's the little actions, but we all live yep. to a standard, which I talk about all the time, yep. but the way you phrased that was really powerful. So when you approach business, when you approach being a mom, when you approach being a wife, share a little bit more on your philosophy of actions define your standards. Well, I think it's easy for us to get caught up in what our intentions are, right? So we have all these great intentions of doing all these things, whether it's in business, with our kids, with our spouse, but do we really transfer what we think we should do and we mm. know we should do actually into doing it? Right? And that comes down into every like philosophy even for <clears throat> health and why I'm in the health and fitness business is because most people have these great intentions, but they don't really ever take the action. And your intentions don't determine your standards. Those are just thoughts, right? Or they're words that we say, but they're not actually what we do. So at the end of the day, what we do is really what defines our standards. And it's interesting you say that because if somebody has the intention and they take no action, you're right back to where you were, which is nothing. Right, and that's your standard, right? Yeah. You're allowing yourself to do less than what you know you could be doing. And I know, I love how direct and passionate you are, and it makes me think, having this conversation, like a no excuses mentality. Yeah. Because a lot of times, if you have the intention, you don't take actions, oh, the world is against me, or this happened, or you know, it's this situation or that situation, when the reality is, like, we have to look at ourselves and say, hey, I, I made a choice to not do it. Absolutely. My lack of action was my standard, and if I want the result, I have to choose to change my action to drive the new standard. Absolutely, because otherwise, I mean, think about life. There's just every excuse in the book, right? And that's always been my philosophy and the way I've worked with you know, people over all these years is I don't want to hear that you don't have enough time. You control your time. Yep. You decide how, what actions you take within a day, right? So there's a million excuses. And until people can actually really own that responsib responsibility of saying it's no one else's fault, right? Sure, there's things that happen outside of our control, but at the end of the day, it's what we decide to actually act on that determines our standards in everything. And that mindset is what has created, I'm gonna call it a movement, because it, it really is the eat, move, live movement. That's what we're which, going for. <laughs> which is EML radio, it's the online nutrition, it's the app that you're getting ready to release, yeah. it's Kapow, the food business which is unbelievable okay. it's the books you know colors not calories it's all of these things people I think they get caught up in I don't have time mm -hmm. I don't have the capacity I'm too busy yet if people follow your Instagram they see very intentional with your personal yep. very intentional with all other areas of your life with business and yep. we can tap into multiple areas of capacity so if you were to share with that person who's saying, I'm too big, they're making those excuses. Yep. And here you are running these businesses, having sold businesses, generating new businesses. What's your approach on a daily basis? Or what, what message would you give to that person who says, I just, I, I can't do all this? Well, I think the first thing is that we have to stop making everything so complicated. So we live in this world of just inundated with noise and information, right? So even though we have more information than we ever have in human history, we have less knowledge. Right? 
So we get to specialize in one thing that we're really good at, but then we don't have a whole lot of knowledge out there across the board, right? And so people need to, first of all, look at how they're spending their time and are they being intentional with it? What kind of information are they letting in and are they just simply letting in information or are they actually letting in knowledge? Because right? mm. anybody with a keyboard and a social media account can be an expert in anything, right? Everybody's got an opinion these days. But do they, are they really knowledgeable? And have they read it in a book or have they actually experienced it in relationships with people? So if we just started by narrowing down where are we getting knowledge from, and then from that you realize it doesn't have to be that complicated. So I think most mm. people when it comes to, especially in health and fitness and even eating the right foods, right? And just generally taking care of their body, they feel overwhelmed. And you know how it is, when you feel overwhelmed, you just get stuck, sure. right? you freeze. And that's where a lot of people are. So then the excuses come up. I don't have enough time. It's like, you do but we don't need to make everything so complicated. When it comes to food, nature has always given us everything we would ever need, right? That's it. But there's a million different diets out there and people think they need to, you know, eat like a bodybuilder. If you're not a bodybuilder, you don't need to eat like a bodybuilder, right? Just yeah. eat like a mom that wants to live a long time and be happy and have enough energy to play with their kids, right? We make things way too complicated. So that's like, that's, really the whole reason I've created this movement is because I think we've lost touch with how simple life can be. And I want to bring people back to that simplicity, back to my burn, right? Back to if you're making things complicated, you aren't really connecting with why you're here. It's one of the things I love about all your posts. And if you could to, uh, to wrap us up for yeah. people to stay connected with you, many of your posts start with just the word truth. Yep and then it gives like your direct point. And I think what you're saying, which is so powerful, I think getting people to speak to their truth mm -hmm. allows them to find what is most important to them or to yeah. find the direct response to drive action. Yeah. So I can't wait for people to start following you awesome. so that they can see those truths that you speak to because mm -hmm. it really makes a big difference. And there's too many people wanting to give sometimes these overly profound messages when it's like, get to the point, speak to the truth, don't make excuses, take action. So how can yep. people stay connected to Evie? On all platforms on social media, just at Evie Fats and website, eviefats.com. And you'll, you'll see on that website, there are so many exciting things that are happening in, in Evie's world. So many exciting releases throughout the rest of uh, 2020, which I love because you are choosing to attack 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is what I would say to, you know, everybody is continue to attack one day at a time. Continue to live in the details. Listen to that drop the spoon. What is the drop the spoon moment for you? And I would encourage you. I think the message in this episode is so important to share because so many of us, we hold back from our capacity. We hold back from the details and we're not connecting often to our burn. So continue to join us. Thank you for joining my friend Evie Fats and I for this episode of The Burn and we'll look forward to staying connected with you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Burn Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get notifications as new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time.